guess what? It is 5 p.m. You guys know what 5 p.m. on Saturday means? 5 p.m. on a Saturday, guys. You know what that means. That means it's time for Usapa Retro! Yes, Usapa Retro. This is... This, you know what Usapa Retro is? Usapa Retro is a show that nobody asked for and nobody wants, but it's still happening. It's basically your, your retro gamer, Tito, boomer, anime, comic books, manga, toys, collectibles, cosplay. That's all we, that's all we talk about. I'm just an overage, I'm an overage kid and um, I'm here on Kumu sharing my nerdiness with you. Look at, look at, all, my, look at all my video games and my toys. Um, yeah, so that's Usapan Retro. You guys are here for that. And um, we know that it's supposed to be Usapan Retro. Usapan, pero I'm an amboy. Kaya nakalimutan ko yun, NG. Kaya naging Usapan Retro. Pero I can't change it anymore kasi gumawa na ako ng stickers. So my, I can't change my stickers because I already ordered them. So, yes. Welcome to Usapan Retro. Um, I think I did mall my video game news early. Um, Hey Mika, can you hear me or see me? Can you give me a thumbs up? Let's just get into the show already, right? Let's just get into the show. Okay, okay. Hold on, let me change my. I uh, know we're gonna change this to. Oh, look at that! I got graphics. What's up? All right, we're gonna go add, and we're gonna go into the show. Ready, ready, ready. Okay, guys, I'm bringing up. This is a super super cool guest. Um, I actually met her on Kumu last week because she was because she had a lightsaber, and you know, dude. That's like that's my jam, and I was like, "Yo, lightsaber." Okay, we got to bring her up. Let's 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 talk to, let's get let's meet Mika, Fabs, guys. Mika Fabs. Hey. Hey. Hello. Hello, Angelo. Thanks for having me. Hello, everybody. Yeah, thank you for joining us. I'm so glad. Like, um, that's so cool. That that I met a Jedi. I was I was telling my friends. I was like. Hey, um, I was surfing Kumu the other day, and uh, I met a Jedi. And uh, um, do you know Roland? My, he's my business partner in Kumu. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I think, I think so he posted. Yeah, yeah, because he posted your he posted your video, and I was like, "Yo, I met this Jedi." So that was actually my video that I gave to him. <laughs> but he was, he was like, "What a Jedi!" I was like, yeah. "He's actually my roommate. He like lives right down the hall from." Oh, me. hello. <laughs> hello. <laughs> so I was like. Hello. I was like, yo, this 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 is this is so crazy. I can't believe that um we have Jedi's on Kumu. And that's like the coolest thing, right? And and I think you're about to get more. Actually, like um on Monday on social TV, uh I'm bringing up a few more of my uh Jedi squad, so to say. Yes. So, yeah, that's at so cool. 5 p.m., I think. Wait, okay, so you have a whole Jedi squad. Are you the you're the same group that used to go around BGC? Yes! Oh my gosh! How could you miss us, right? So if you you've ever you passed, yeah, if you've yeah. ever passed by BGC at around Terra Terra Twenty Eight, that mm -hmm. area, and you've seen um, a bunch of people with lightsabers walking around, sometimes in costumes, sometimes you know going at each other and whacking each other. That's probably. <laughs> <us>. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, we got to do proper proper introductions because I actually did some research on you. And you're actually, you're actually, you're more than a Jedi. <laughs> more than I, a Jedi. I, I know it's it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a wild ride. <laughs> All right, cool. Let's let's get into it. Okay, so um, introductions. How uh, how are you? Who are you? What do you do? Why are you on my show? Well, first of all, I am feeling so great because I am on your show. Thank you so much for having me. And so my name is Mika Fabelia. Um, I usually say this to get a conversation going, but I was a professional ballet dancer and now I work in esports. So <laughs> I know it's like from one end to an entirely different thing that usually gets people asking questions. I think you which... have your bridge though, because the, the, nerdy, <laughs> the nerdy thing is very, I can see your ballet coming into, into the Jedi, into the Jedi uh, choreography, right? And then the Jedi Star Wars goes into the, the, goes into the gaming world. So you kind of have this bridge right in the middle. I think you got the whole spectrum covered. 
That's right. That's right. It does. And, and hey, don't get me wrong. Ballet can be pretty geeky. I mean, it's, it, it, it involves history. I did study dance as well um, as my college course, actually. So that was like six years of just studying dance. So yes, it can get pretty geeky. <laughs> oh, speaking of uh, speaking of some dancers, we have uh, P-pop generation. What's up, Mylene? Ooh. Thank you for joining us. Oh, guys. Okay. If you're watching this on, on Facebook Live, it's going to be boring because we're hanging out on Kumu and this is where all the oh. interaction is going on. So guys, hop on over to Kumu. If you're watching this on youtube you, should, you can watch the live streams at uh saturdays 5 p.m on the kumu app and if you're listening to us on spotify we're doing this live saturday 5 p.m on the kumu app and shout out to uh my new team i guess uh podcast network asia I mean, oh like a, awesome i don't know if i signed with them like do i get like a do i get like a one of those things what are the, the chain you know like i signed with the rock like you know remember when uh jay-z and beyonce so Yo, yeah, chicken, yeah, yeah, yeah. Baddest chick in the game wearing my chain. That, that's considered <laughs> retro now, isn't it? I, even uh, though I feel like, you know, you talk about Jay-Z and Beyonce, I'm like, that's still current, and apparently it's not. <laughs> no, Indina, Indina. See, see, Bay, see, Bay is like an Oprah status now. I think Rihanna has stepped into like the, stepped into the, stepped into the, the Beyonce kind of like the, right? I don't know, I just see, like certain I levels, like, like, yeah, like, um, like, like Beyonce is already like on deity level, right? And yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like Rihanna is a queen, and then like you know, in a little bit, she'll become also a, a god like Beyonce. But that's yeah, right, that's right. Yeah, yeah I, I'm like so, also I'm also Tita level, so sometimes I'm like I, I get my years mixed up. I'm like that was just two years ago, three years ago, right? And apparently no, it was ten years ago. <laughs> wow. So 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 Takamuna, you so okay. So you grew up uh, doing ballet. Um, here's the funny thing. So I actually wanted to be a scientist when I grew up and I had no desire whatsoever to put on a tutu. And when I was 17 years old, um, this is kind of getting into how, how old I am. But when I was 17 years old, that's actually when I started dancing and fell in love with it immediately. Danced professionally with Ballet Philippines for about seven years. Um, and I studied dance as well in UP Diliman. Yes, there's a dance course. That's a real course in UP? Yes, it is. That's rad. I always thought like like UP was like brainy. I know, I know. Well, don't get me wrong. Like thinking back to my years there, I mean, it got pretty brainy. I thought I was like, oh, I'll just be dancing every day. Nuh-uh. We (laughs) we had to learn like anatomy. We had to learn all of the different folk dances from all around the world. We had to do um, injury prevention and everything. So it was pretty intensive. Oh, that's that's cr- okay. So, did, did, were you introduced to the Jedi scene, the Filipino Jedi scene, when you were in college, or was this a post-college thing already? Okay, so it, it's it's a little funny. I've always been a Star Wars fan. I've been a, um, my dad was actually a huge Star Wars fan. So um, when I was six years old, that was all we would watch on the VHS, VHS slash Betamax. Betamax. <laughs> yeah. Did you rent videos? Are you? Did, did yes. You, did you, did you you reach the renting videos, right? Yes, oh my I gosh. did. At what's that? Aha video. <laughs> oh no. Yes, I did. Um, so we would we would rent those, and that was all I would watch. It was episode four, five, and six, six, five, four, five, six, four, over and over and over again until I'm like memorized the films. Um, like we when growing up, we called our cars like the oh let's ride the X wing, let's ride the Millennium Falcon today. So we were a we were really a Star Wars family. And That's so um, cool. That's yes, so yes. Even did, my did mom. Parents, even. So, did your parents like? Did they ever tell you stories about like when they when they were like when Star Wars came out in the Philippines? What what was it like? Yes. So my dad was actually one of those that stood in line in like 1977, you know, um, waiting to watch Star Wars and couldn't wait until the Empire Strikes Back, and he was in line. And then when Episodes One, Two, and Three came out, we all watched it together. And now, as you know, we're fresh from episode seven, nine, and eight. I'm the one lining up in costume and everything. So it's that's one of the things I love about Star Wars. It's almost like a generational thing. I mean, yeah. like growing up, like I was lining up, and then now you have like, well, I I don't have kids, but you have my friends who have kids. Now they're lining up with their kids too in costume too. So it's it's really nice. It's almost like an an heirloom that you pass down to your kids. The Star Wars fandom. That's so that's so cool. So so okay, so you grew up with the so you grew up watching Star Wars from the original trilogy. And then what what was your impressions of the next trilogy of episodes 1, 2 and 3? Like what did, what did you think when you saw those? Honestly, I was okay, it was at a time wherein um, you know, visual effects were still it was still like, you know, 
um, on like the precipice of really exploding. So, you know, Jar Jar Binks blew my mind. I mean, seeing the uh, battle in Naboo, I mean, like you look at episode one now and it's kind of like, you can see the age. But back then in the theaters, it was like, oh my gosh, what is happening? Plus episode one was one of the first movies wherein you had three battles going on at the that at the same time in the style of return of the jedi you had this amazing soundtrack and it was just like boom 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 all around so it was i i actually enjoyed the prequel trilogy of course now like you know with 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 all of this experience you can go back and kind of critique it a bit but you know for its time you have to you know you have to give it give it credit it really did change the game I see. Okay, so so I, I I obviously didn't watch the original trilogy in the theaters, but I did watch the so before the prequel trilogy came out, like two years I believe before the before the prequel trilogy came out, they re-released the remastered versions in the theaters. So I got to experience those. Like, oh, I mean, I was already the VHS fan, right? But I finally got to see it in widescreen and all its glory. And then when I got to the like, and then when the when the when the prequel trilogy came out. I was just like hella sad, dude. Like I, I don't know. I think like I had outgrown it already. Like like Jar Jar Binks was hella annoying. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it didn't quite have the. It was more of the world building. I feel. I mean, you you got we got a whole lot of the politics and all the different plans and what went on behind to actually cause the war in the Star Wars. But you didn't have that same heart as you did in um, four, five, and six. And I think that was what. That was what was really missing, and I think that's why the original trilogy is still so special for Star Wars fans. It really yeah. was it still is the standard, man. It still is the standard for me. Yeah. Well, the, also, well, the, you know what? You know what was weird? Like the, the what you call it? The 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 sequel trilogy, like actually, it was started out really good, and then it, it just kind of went like totally left in the towards the the, the last one, right? Like it just kind of like the, like what was your opinion on the last trilogy? Oh my gosh. Okay. So I actually have several um, podcasts with other Star Wars fans on this for each of the movies, <laughs> um, especially for episode nine, where um, we actually had this, I believe, with like, it was supposed to be, we had somebody from, we had a media guy, Paolo Valenciano was supposed to be there as well. And um, we just basically broke down everything that got us really frustrated, I guess, about episode nine, because it, it felt like it was almost there just you know just a little bit yeah but I, I know what you're saying yeah i think it was like cracks. when they got to like the last sith planet i think they just like totally messed it up hey, oh my know, God. okay so, so so uh hey what's up ulan if you guys don't know ulan ulan's here she's she's amazing she's actually the she's the boss of everyone at kumu like the real boss oh um, wow the big boss. yeah yeah but um so so okay so what i didn't like about it right was that i was um was that I was um, I had read all the books, all the the, Th the Thrawn trilogy, right? Mm, the ext was, extended universe, yeah. Yeah, the extended universe. So I had read those books, and like those books were awesome, right? Yeah, I yeah, was, yeah. Thrawn like, is amazing. Just, yeah, why don't you just make those into the movies? I know, like, <laughs> I know. There was so much material to build on, and yeah. they just it was way more believable. To... Like the extended the the extended uh, Star Wars. Un or what what did they call it? The extended universe or the? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The EU extended universe, expanded universe. Uh, it's, yeah. it's yeah, yeah. But, but the, the EU the Thrawn trilogy was uh, guys. If you guys read it, that's how that's how it should have. That's that's what the 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 next three movies should have been. I don't know why. Why they destroyed it, and then it goes into like my my thing, right? Which I which I liked it before because they had like you know like Lucas Arts had like that um like the I forgot what they're called, but like the historian like the chronological society of Star Wars. Oh yeah where, yeah 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 where they actually had, like, built archivists. Yeah. Um, oh crap! I don't have it here, but I think I put it away. But my favorite uh, Star Wars video game of all time was um was. Uh, Is it Knights? Knights, Knights of, of the, the Old Republic. Republic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So Knights of the Old Republic. So they built this really, really cool like mythology, and I felt like the 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 sequel trilogy just kind of sh shattered on it. <laughs> I, was kinda sad. I know there were so many moments that I thought the sequel trilogy was really going to, you know, really come into its own. And one of the ones that I was most disappointed with was actually. 
you know, the very first scene that we had in episode seven was um, this image of a stormtrooper and, you know, the, the, the bloody fingerprints over here and he takes his helmet off and suddenly you get a face to a stormtrooper. Yeah. So I thought that was going to be their new thing that like stormtroopers have feelings, stormtroopers can re rebel, stormtroopers can think. And then they just decided to throw that out the window <laughs> and, yeah, and, and making nothing more than some whooping guy in the background. And then what was the point of building up the, what was the first villain, the first antagonist in the first movie? Snow! Snow, yeah. Oh, and then they held, and like so I, can't even, I can't even remember these guys anymore. They're so forgettable, right? right? Like It's like they built this dude up to make them all badass and he just like dies, right? And then like, I like know. Oh, no, we're, we're bringing the emperor back. I'm and it like, was so anticlimactic. It was just like swoosh and he was gone. Hi guys, my name is Francesca. And you've got me, Jelly. You've got Del here. All right, so we hear that you like to listen to podcasts. You know what? That is pretty cool. It's the end thing to do right now. And we've got one. It's called The Eavesdrop. Do check it out, okay? We like to talk about everything and anything that's probably on your mind. Um, unfiltered, unedited, <laughs> sometimes to our own disadvantage. But go check it out after <laughs> listening to this one. It's like, yeah. oh, that happened? <laughs> Okay, so 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 the Jedi community in general was just like kind of like, eh. I think they should just throw those out and just just make the Thrawn books into a movie. <laughs> I, know, I know, I'm so glad that they made him canon. I am so glad that he made him canon. One of the best yeah. um, written villains of all time, I think. Well, because he was a likable villain. Like he wasn't such like a like the Thrawn was just a very like he was like a Vulcan. Like, yeah, he was just yeah. A very practical dude. It like I would, I would love to sit down and talk to Thrawn, you know. <laughs> like yeah. I want, dude, I want to have coffee with you. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't like a, he wasn't like an evil. Like, oh, he, I guess he had an evil empire. Yeah. But then when he when he was running it, it was just like very like they were kind of the underdogs already, right? He's like, okay, I got to make sure my my dudes are surviving. Uh, you know, we got to do these hit, hit and run attacks. We got to go hang out. So it was kind of cool. Like he maneuvered his way back. I was like, uh, he, yeah, honest. Thrawn is big brain. I mean, like he's you know he's so so Brady. cultured and intelligent. Yeah, he's he a big UP, brain. Brady. <laughs> big brain, Yancy Thrawn. <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, when when we had, I mean, like, don't get me wrong. The Star Wars community is still. I mean, they'll still come and support any film that comes out. I mean, um, you know, one of the great experiences I feel like is watching it in a cinema full of Star Wars fans. And yeah. you can get that wonderful applause at the very beginning. No, but, but it's like Rogue One. Rogue One was amazing. That's oh. what I love. Rogue One was like, yo, that was some fan service. Like, yeah, that, Rogue that tied, One that is... tied everything together. I was just like, yeah, that I was, was beautiful. It. That was beautiful. Rogue One was beautiful. Yes, that was art. I'm so glad that that movie happened. But I think that's why the last movie got messed up, right? Because the studio stepped in and hacked that movie together too. And yeah, that, yeah, they, yeah. I yeah. I, I think the the version that came out in the cinemas is actually like the fourth version, I think. And yeah. did you did you happen to see the there was a leaked script that came out? Did you did you no, check that no, out? No. I, the, so there yeah. was they they released an original version of episode nine, and after reading it, I was like, oh man, why didn't they go with this? It was originally titled um, Star Wars Episode Nine: Duel of the Fates. Like, oh, what happened? <laughs> um, well, apparently that was um, scrapped. Disney came in and did their revisions. And yeah. somebody else came in and did their revisions. And uh -huh. we have what we have now. But I feel like that original version yeah. was really good. <laughs> but, no, but what happened in the original version? Like, what was supposed to happen? Lots. Um, like, for example, um, Palpatine was never supposed to come back. And Good, it was really yeah, that... Kylo Ren that was supposed to be the big bad. Like he was yeah. like a, a, a war criminal and everything. And um, up, Ray Meg? was supposed to come Sorry. in everything. <laughs> yeah. Hey! Oh my gosh, yeah. Meg, thanks for the Carlito. Yeah, thank you so much. Okay, so Kylo Ren was supposed to be the, the big baddie. And then, yeah, Kylo uh, Ren was supposed to be the big baddie. Um, they were supposed to have a big showdown in Coruscant, one of the main planets that you see yeah. in episode two. Dude, so it was... was not used enough. What the yeah. hell? Yeah! And it's a cap it's the capital. It's not yeah. like you know, it's like New York City or something, you know. So they're supposed to have a big showdown there. They're supposed to show like, you know, troopers invading the city and everything. And I believe that the troopers, after Finn um kind of like doing his whole stormtroopers have feelings and come with me, stormtroopers, we're going to rebel. The stormtroopers actually turn on the Empire. 
So I was oh, like, that's so oh cool. my God, I know. That would have been so amazing. <laughs> yeah, and Leia, Kurt... of course, was supposed to have a bigger part. Well, yeah. yeah. So rest in peace. I know. Oh. Okay, so the movies, we know about that. How did okay? How did you become a Jedi? How about this? Let's talk about this. How does how does a ballerina from UP Brainy become a Jedi? So this is um I guess this has to do with um the Star Wars community, the Star Wars fan community that's um been in existence I guess since the since the prequel trilogy came out. Yeah, well, seventy seven, yeah. <laughs> but I think like it took shape thanks to carbon dating Yahoo groups. We had Star Wars Philippines that came out. Um, yeah, Yahoo Groups mailing lists, forums, wow. all that early internet days. So there was a Star a Wars fan group. Was there a geosites? There was a <laughs> geosites, but yes, it was around that 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 time. So there was a, a Star Wars fan group that started taking shape. And these were the guys that were diehard fans enough to go in costume and everything. So as the as the Star Wars um, universe, you know, went on to Disney and everything, and more hype started to build up in 2015, when the when when Episode Seven was just about to be released, suddenly there were um, people who were making lightsabers, and mm. um, the Star Wars basically a few people from that Star Wars community basically decided, you know what would be cool if we actually bought those lightsabers and decided to whack each other with it, like real Jedi. <laughs> and yeah. I was a part of that, and I was like, that sounds awesome. So Wait, what year I was joined this? in. Yeah, this sorry. Was 2015. So okay. at the premiere of The Force Awakens, we were able to, we actually staged one of the, um, uh, one of the first, like, full, you know, choreographed and with the, you know, lightsabers, sunsabers and everything, uh, fights for the premiere. So we got to we, we we got we got to we got to hit hit each other like true friends. <laughs> so okay, so does it hurt when you, when when you what what are these things made of? Because I've, well, I've seen them. Yeah. Well, um, so this thing, if you'll see, it's it's not on yet. It's uh, made of aluminum. I Wait, think. who made this? So, I I think I know these guys. Who made this? This is this is actually a um, from the U.S. This is Saber Forge, one of okay. the one of the suppliers, um, one of the major suppliers of lightsabers, I guess, in the U.S. And this is the polycarbonate blade. So it's yeah. a heavy grade polycarbonate blade. So if you hit this against the wall, it doesn't break. I mean, you're gonna have to like really, really, really try your best um, for it to break. Then there is a bulb in the middle. There's like a lead. Um, some have a lead string in the middle, but this one yeah. just has um, a light in the middle. And there's a reflector here too, so that when you turn it on, it goes all the way up there. Nice. So yes. uh, does it like, I, I've, I've seen some of them that have the sound effects. Yes. Do, 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 so the pro ones have the sound effects too? Yeah. So this is a stunt saber. So this one is just basically, you know, it's just the lightsaber and then you turn it off and on and that's it. This one. Wait, you said stunt saber? So you know how to do stunts too? You know how to do Jedi stunts? Yes. Actually, fun fact, my, um, what's this? Uh, I, 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 my background is in dance, but my siblings, three of my siblings were actually competitive martial artists. Uh, they, That's they, so do, rad. they used to compete in the, uh, national wushu team. So I, I, I learned some stuff from them and they helped me choreograph some, uh, stuff. This is, um, a fully decked out saber. Um, so this actually has, um, about different colors. Oh my gosh. You can't see what it do, with the lighting. That's a red but one. Is, but what, what do the colors mean? Like, it, like. Um, if you have like a red, red, blue, or um, green, like are, do, do those colors have meaning? Well, um, according to the lore, they do have meaning. I kind of treat mine like a mood ring. Like if I'm feeling angry, it's red. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this one is, you know what? I'm, um, let's see. I'm, I'm feeling. I put it back to my default. Oh no, I make it green right now. Oh, okay. This is the nice. What's his face? Uh, Darth Vader had had a green saber, right? And That's right. Blue, and, uh, right. Um. So. The it's I think in the it's lore, the Kyber it's like, crystals? if the you Kyber are, crystals? if you are green, you're it's like a, you're a consular. So yeah. it's more on the, it's more on there, there's a there's a sound you can hear it. Yeah. And it also has what we call flash on flash. So when you hit, it. Oh. Flash, yeah. And then you move it around, dude. Can you show us some stuff? Yes. Oh, of course. Sure, sure. Guys, sure. guys, guys, come on, check us out, dude. We're, we're gonna see Mika so, Pabs do some Jedi stuff. Right now. Yeah. But let me actually let me tilt this up just so that you can get the full thing. Yeah. So this is what we this is what we call the Obi Annie. 
So this spin kind of goes behind and in front. I'm doing it slowly because I don't want to hit my mic. <laughs> That's so cool. And then you and, so, and then and then you have the advantage, right? Because you could you're 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 a graceful ballerina. So like oh, when you're it, choreographic, it, uh, go ahead. It does help with the choreography. I feel like I can pick stuff up. I guess a lot faster. And like you know, if you need a high kick or something, then sure, why not? <laughs> or or a cartwheel or some 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 kind of thing. That's then, so cool. Okay, how yeah. much how much does one of those things cost? Like, in um, and where can I buy one? So, um, the this blue one, this blue one is um, from Saberforge. I think in total it cost about nine thousand at the time with shipping. Um, yeah. So that's not too bad. This one over here is from Saber Trio. Shout out to Saber Trio, by the way. I'm one of their uh, Jedi ambassadors. So um, they are uh, they are a group in Malaysia, and uh, they have a retailer here called Saber Source, who might be on Kumu soon, by the way. Yes. John Rafoliao, if you're watching, please do come on already. Oh my gosh, you'd be the perfect streamer to sell for them on Kumu. <laughs> yes, I would. I would love. We'll probably like have like a breakdown and everything of the different sabers. Um, but this one, I, I think these can easily go up to about 20, 20 and up. Okay, twenty yeah. and up, maybe even up to depending depending on how far you want to customize your saber. Because um, so this has sounds and the flash on flash, but you could even go so far as to they 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 call it delayed ignition. So that when you when you turn it on, it actually you actually see it go all the way up and then retract all the way down in case you want to feel like you want that's... that added flavor to feel like a real Jedi Knight. Holy crap! So the whole Jedi scene has gone. Do, do you know what my introductions to to Jedi's were like? Like real world Jedi's. Do, like what was hey, that? I'll, I'll just show it to you. Right, this is my introduction to real real world Jedi's. So that's what I thought Jedi's were. <laughs> that's what I thought real world Jedi's were like. I was just like, I don't know what's up with these folks. Like, um, and then then when I saw this whole squad and you guys have the light, the, the lit up lightsabers and everybody, I was like, whoa, wait a minute. There's actually like, there's actually like you know like a real culture behind this right now. Yeah, and, um, yeah. Well, not gonna lie, I feel like I know that guy. <laughs> I feel like I've seen him somewhere before. Oh no, um, that's a very famous meme. That was like that was like one of the very first viral YouTube videos. Was this guy that oh. was? Uh, yeah, he was. A, and then there's a. If you actually look him up, uh, Star Wars Kid is his name. If you actually look him up, people have remixed it, and then people like put that video into After Effects, and then they did the they did the whole um, they did the whole. Um, they did the whole like sound effects with the with the lights and it's actually pretty good but um wait wait so so right, that was right, that right. right and then so this is like modern this is how actually how i met you was this spin and slice right there oh my god i'm hitting my ring light already <clears throat> but another one is so you do that you're doing an obi annie you are turning into yes yes please so 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 yeah. So you guys have come. You guys have come a long way. Um, do you know um, what? So when did the real like professional lights uh, lightsabers start hitting the Philippines? Like when did that whole scene start developing? Um, uh, was it tied into like the whole Cali scene? Also, did you guys are you guys like, have similar friends? Like it's kind of cool that you actually developed it into a whole martial arts and everything. But it reminds me a lot of Cali. So I was wondering. I know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so um... in the Philippines. So it, it started out really with a Star Wars fan base that um, you know wanted wanted to feel like a Jedi because who doesn't want to feel like a Jedi? So um, so after that started taking shape, of course, people started to ask questions, want to learn more, and then we discovered actually like martial artists who wanted to come and teach, and they actually were also Star Wars fans. So they would come in, share some of their knowledge until it became this whole big community. We actually have in our group sort of like three factions. You have the Sort of like the we we have like the usual like saber fans. These are the Star Wars fans and everything. And then we have saber combat, which is um, those who want to take it a little bit more seriously. So this is where you'll find a lot of the serious martial artists. And then we also have saber builders, those who are very interested in building their own sabers. And these guys are so creative. 
they they can make sabers out of like you know they, they get their old flashlight suddenly they have this badass saber and it's like what where did that come from that reminds me like the vape builders in the philippines yeah 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 <laughs> you know what you know what's funny the, the the battery that the sabers run run on it's the same battery as the vape um that 18650 so i yeah. wouldn't be surprised if they come from the same community well those those drip those drip vapes were actually um converted flashlights <laughs> Oh! Yeah. So uh, I, I have a friend who's also like a like a vape hacker, and he was telling me like, oh yeah, the whole scene developed in the Philippines, and I was like, well, I guess that whole scene was also d building lightsabers, I guess. Right, so right, cool. it, yeah. it makes sense. Kind okay. of coming around. So one of the questions I always wanted to know is why do Jedi's only wear white and brown? W what's up with that? <laughs> Hi, this is Aaron Cristobal inviting you to listen to Tawa Let's. The podcast that takes you through Philippine comedy through the eyes of different writers and performers. You'll be hearing from many people who create comedy content to see what it's like whether they're just starting out or have been doing it for many years. Kaya tawa, let's! <laughs> well, um, actually, Jedi's do wear, like my costume right now is a green. It's an earthy green over here. Mom modeling this out for you. I don't so think you're supposed to be wearing that. I think it's supposed to be white and brown. I, I, <laughs> I, I think I read somewhere that you wear, have to wear white and brown. You have to wear it's, earth tones. <laughs> it's, it's not part of the... I don't know. I think it's like just their, their earthy tones. are that, That's their aesthetic. So it can go so far as like um, rain, uh, shades of like white, off-white. Then going into the yeah, tan, the browns. Um, there are some that have a bit of green. Like for example, in the in the expanded universe, Quinlan Boss does have green. This this color of green, actually, a very olivey kind of green. You'll have some blue ones also, but it's not too common. I think it was like old Republic days. You'll have some blue shades here and there, but it's mostly very very earth tone. Uh, ang kanilang aesthetic. It's 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 their it's their yeah it's their color annoying. palette. They're they're, they're very uh, in California. We call them crunchy. They're 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 granola people. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're probably um, vegan and they practice like yoga and everything. For sure, I bet you yeah. Jedi's Jedi's wear like like the the shoes with the toes in them. I know, I know. You know, they, they seem like the type. They seem like the type. <laughs> okay, so, okay, there's Jedis. Are, are there Sith? Of course, there are Sith. In fact, I feel like there are too many Sith. Really? <laughs> because some people just find that, that dark side just irresistible. But there's only there supposed are... to be two, right? Yeah. No, I think, we're like, the... I, I think we've got like that balance between the dark and the light side, and there are just as many Sith as there are Jedi. I think, actually, no, I think there's an imbalance. I think there's more right now. Everybody wants to be a Sith because they're so cool. <laughs> well, okay, so how do you become a Jedi? Like, um, like if, some, if somebody wanted to become a, a Jedi, like, what, what are the first steps? Well, um, so there are th currently there are three groups, like sort of um, Star Wars groups here in the Philippines. Um, the best thing is that the three of them are Lucasfilm affiliated. Um, and Disney affiliated. Wait, Lucasfilm. Well. These things are licensed. Yeah. Oh, okay, so these groups, cool. these groups are um, affiliated with Lucasfilms and Disney. And um, well, if we were in the states, actually, um, if you see those guys walking around sometimes in like Disney, the same guys. Um, yeah. So this is um, this is the five hundred first Legion. This is basically dedicated towards the Star Wars fans that have a passion for dressing up as the bad guys of the Star Wars universe. This includes this includes stormtroopers, um, even the Sith, Darth Vader himself, um, Boba Fett, Jango Fett, all of those belong to the Five of First Legion. Then we have the Rebel Legion, the good, good side, of course, the Rebels. So you'll have your X-Wing pilots, you'll have your Wookiees, you'll have some aliens sometimes, um, and of course you'll have the Jedi there. Now what the third group- What about the Filipinos? <laughs> we, we, the the Filipinos on Endor, we had our own planet. We, we were all, they that's were all right. speaking Tagalog. That's right. The Filipinos <laughs> <once it> said <laughs> patay. <laughs> the third group that I'm a part of is Fight Saber Philippines. So this group is dedicated solely to perform, actually performing. Um, so we usually host like Jedi Academies for people. And in order to join this, you have to have a sort of like approved costume. So you'll have somebody assist you in like really getting your costume almost because screen accurate. This means that if, say, George Lucas was to tell you like the next day, all right, you're going on screen, you got to be a Jedi, your costume has to pass. It's that intense. So and do you go to like Anna's Linens? Sorry? Like, 
So your first step is to go to like Anna's Linens, buy all the browns, the the dark greens, and the, the pretty much yeah. There are even like they'll they'll teach you they'll teach you how to do this, but there's even like certain cloths that you have like you can only use Katrina for 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 this part of the costume and everything. Wow. And they're yeah, it gets really 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 um intensive. But um afterwards when you do have your costume made, you feel you you feel like a Jedi, man. You really do feel like a Jedi. So, so step one is to get the costume, right? And then once you have the the approved, well, let's not call it a costume. It's called the uniform, right? So you have oh, to yeah. get your yeah, you have to get your uniform, right? Because guys, this guys, I don't know if you know how big this scene is, but it's a pretty big scene. Um, so you get the so you get your uniform. Um, after you get your uniform, do you go straight to a saber, or do you have to like learn some other lessons first? You could you could go straight to a saber. It, of course, it depends because sometimes like people want to space out. Like, it's not a cheap hobby, so sometimes people yeah. want to space out what they're what they're purchasing. So um, aside from getting a saber, you could also just attend like the lessons um, first and where like hang out. Yeah, where the, where are these? Are, these are, are these secret? are all of the, no. These are all of these things that you see in BGC when you see all of these guys with you yeah. know lightsabers. Hitting each other. That's it. Those are hangouts. How do I get invited to those? I, you know, I tried Googling um, Filipino Jedis. Uh, I couldn't find it. I couldn't find anything. Like, how did you guys find each other? And, and how do well, I hang out? You can he <laughs> head on to Facebook and you can check out the Philippine Lightsaber Guild. So, and it's free to join. You can just join in. And then usually when there's a meetup, they'll usually announce a meetup. Of course, this is when meetups were possible, guys. Uh, you know, okay. the, so before... COVID so hit. search Please. this, right? Philippines Lightsaber Guild, guys. If you guys That's are interested right. in becoming a Jedi, uh, search Philippine Lightsaber Guild. Guild, right? It's a yep. guide. Okay. So the Philippines Lightsaber Guild. Okay. Do you guys do virtual meetups at all? You guys should bring your... your, your well, you're going to bring the whole gang to Kumu. So you guys yeah, do we, like, we do do virtual meetups, but it's, you know, it's not the same. It's like people, like, you know... You can it, make it better it, with, like, OBS. I, I do... I. I'll be I'll be in a tie fight because I am definitely a Sith, like hundred percent. I am a like I have oh. you can't see it here oh. right now. I have a huge Darth Vader collection. Like I, ever since I was a kid, I was obsessed with Darth Vader. I have Darth Vader everything. That is uh, awesome. Like even one of the OG Kenner toys. I have OG Kenner Darth. Vader. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. But I've been Legit. collecting Darth Vader. Yeah, just anything Darth Vader like I bought. Um, but um. Where was I going with that? Nothing. I just wanted to talk to people about my <laughs> Well, you know, yeah. you know what, you know what's cool. It's like for the for the um, if you're sort of like applying to be Darth Vader in the Five First Legion, they actually have a height requirement. So you have to be, I think, um, I think the the shortest Darth Vader that we have here in the Philippines is five ten. Six one. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my God! You should go for it. Yeah, you should I have go for it. I already have the helmet. The one that. Yeah. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah, Darth uh, Darth Vader is like he's like the dopest. Like, yes. Anyway, yes, so yes. okay, so okay, so that's how you become a Jedi. You go get your first. You get your uniform. Um, you can find out all the requirements on the lightsaber guild, right? Um, is there is there the there's the guidelines on what to buy and and how to make your uniform? It's already on the lightsaber guild. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. So once you once you join this um, lovely, awesome community over here, once you start getting into the meetups and the hangouts, which were possible before COVID, um, but yeah, hopefully we'll be back soon. Um, and once you meet all of those wonderful guys there, then they'll be able to help you and assist you make a costume, get your first saber, um, get the get a like a replacement saber if you don't have one in the meantime, and sometimes even lens. So they're, you know they're Awesome guys, they're such a great, helpful, generous, and um, really welcoming community. How often did you guys meet up when you um, when uh, when you guys were active? Or at guys least active? Yeah. it was at least once a week. Um, but sometimes you get really clingy, and because real friendships really form through Star Wars, so sometimes we would even like meet up um, maybe twice a week or something. And when it was near like say convention season, when we'd have to like practice and rehearse for like our routines like and, stuff, and stuff, we, like yeah. an Asia pop comic on, we'd meet up every single day. <laughs> oh snap. And it, is, is it like, are you guys invited in or do you guys just raid the place and do it like flash dance style? <laughs> where you no, we would, um, we would usually get invited because we had a, a bit of stage time. So uh -huh. we actually would like rehearse on stage with like the lights and everything. And um, yeah. And then we would, we would also do a saber walk in the convention. So everybody, as in everybody in costume or not, who had a saber would join us in this huge parade around the convention, just holding up our sabers and walking around. 
That's so rad. I mean, did it turn off the lights for you guys? I think that would be the coolest thing if every the lights just went off at the convention and everyone was just walking around with lightsabers that were lit up. Does Unfortunately, they didn't. But BGC does do that for us because we're we're a part of the Earth Day celebration. Yes, so I, yes would... that was cool. That was really cool. Yes, yeah. yes. But where so did you guys BGC walk? You guys everywhere. walked up High Street, and then I don't. And then where did you guys go? You guys. It was basically up and down, top. up and down oh. High Street. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's it. We made it seem like we were going all around, you know, the city. Now it's up and down High Street. That's so rad. Cool. Okay. So also. So, is there anything else you wanted to share with the with about Jedi news and Jedi stuffs? Well, you know what? Just join this group, and all of your answers, everything will be answered. Everything that you could ever possibly want to know about the Star Wars community, I think, begins right here. I am pointing. Okay, at Philippines that. lightsaber guild. Okay, I'm I'm with it. I'm gonna go research that and check that out. Okay, so I did what I I did the thing down there. I I followed Mika Fabs on the Kumu and the IG and um. I found out, uh, Mika, you are also a esports. Well, no, okay, no, no. Before we get to that, um, so to, uh, this week I did a press con on Wednesday, right? Um, yes, congratulations. The, yeah, so we are the official. Um, uh, Kumu is the official live stream platform of Cinemalaya, but I also did some research on you, and you directed a film on Cinemalaya. I did. I did um, <laughs> direct a film in Cinema Lion 2018. That was batch 14, I think. Um, and I, I, I directed a film. It was actually like a finals for a film class um, before I graduated from UP. And my prof said, hey, submit it. I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. I'll give it a try. And I did, and it got in. And I was so taken aback. I was like, wait, hold on. What? It got in. So this film's name is, um, it's called Yakap, and it's actually a dance film. It's a silent film, and it's told entirely through dance. That's so rad. Are you, are you the one dancing, or did you hire an actress for it? No, no, no. I'm not the one. I wasn't the one dancing, but I hired two friends from, um, at that time, Ballet Philippines. I'm really glad I got them because now they're like international superstars. I can say, oh, hey, I, I got these guys in my film. Um, they're now dancing for um, a ballet company in Germany, I believe. Oh, that's so cool! Oh, so let's talk about your your ballet, um, your ballet career. So, um, yeah. So, what's that? What's that world like? Like that's I know. Um, um, I think a friend of mine dated a ballerina back in the day, but like I, I didn't know there was like a whole like ballerina world in the Philippines. Like, where do you guys hang out? I've never met any ballerinas. Yeah, yeah. So the, the reason I think why you've never met any ballerinas is because we're way too busy rehearsing, man. I mean, it's it's nonstop. Um, our day usually starts, um, this is when I was with um, Ballet Philippines, which dances at the CCP. Our day starts at 2 p.m. And we rehearse all the way until 10 p.m. So that's like eight. It's, it's, like, it's, like a, it's like a job. You have eight hours. You're in the studio. You are dancing. And 10 p.m., by the time you get out, you are way too tired to party because you have to wake up the next day and you have to work on, you know, whatever solo you're doing, whatever dance you're doing. And yeah, I think that's why, you know, ballerinas don't really hang out. They're just way too busy rehearsing. <laughs> Whoa. So, and then, um, so you studied ballet in college and then did you dance professionally for a while? Did you like travel and do all that stuff? I did. I did. So I danced professionally with Ballet Philippines for seven years. Woof. <laughs> seven years. Yeah. So I was with them for seven years. My last um, full professional show was in 2014. And I took a break after that because I was actually doing my thesis in UP. And that's when I realized when I stopped dancing, I was like, wow, I got a, I got a lot of time on my hands if I don't have rehearsals. So, um, but now I, I kind of like just dance um contemporary and um sometimes a little bit of theater as well um more into the commercial and i guess theater side of it instead of like the full full length classical swan lake or you know uh whatever it is giselle or something i'm like it's okay i i i, I am i am know that oh um oh i only know lisa Makuha. yes miss lisa is um definitely of course one of the most famous ballet dancers that we have here there are three ballet companies actually here in the philippines so we have Ballet Philippines, Ballet Manila, and Philippine Ballet Theater. That's so cool. Are they all in the CCP? Like, where the where are all the performances at? Well, the um, so for Ballet Philippines, their their home base is the CCP. Ballet Manila's home base is in Star Theater and Alio Theater. 
right across the street actually from CCP. And the Philippine Ballet Theater, I believe, is um, they're also sister, uh, a resident company of the CCP, but they also perform frequently in Meralco Theater. I never get invited to any ballets like ever. I think like the closest thing, like I was, I was a kid when I saw Nutcracker, but like as an adult, like nobody's ever invited me to a ballet, and I didn't even know that whole Aww. scene existed in the Philippines. Like how often I, are there? I like, invite shows? you. Yeah. Usually, it's like, it's like a whole season. Like so, you know, the, throughout the year, there's you'll a ballet have... season. What? Yeah, what? yeah. All three. Where companies have I have been? Like, <laughs> like, why do I know these things? Dude, dude. When 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 things clear up. Like with this whole social distancing thing, tickets on me. I'll take you to one. Cool, thank you. Yeah, in fact, like you know, um, so one of the things that we're super excited about is, um, have you heard of the the? We're actually doing a, a live stream teleseria on Kumu. Did you hear about that? Hi, mga matchat sexy chismosa. Ang apolo si Mokoy ang inyong corporate slave. At ako ang apolo si Ingo ang inyong corporate lucky. Nabalitaan nyo na ba yung pinakabagong chismis? Nandito na kami ngayon sa Podcast Network Asia. Oo nga, kaya samahan nyo kami sa longest. Longest? Running. Ay, yung pinakamahaba? Comedy podcast sa buong Pilipinas. Di ba ba longest? Yung pinakamahaba? Oo, parang tayo yung pinakamahaba. Ang macho chismisa. Dahil lang tunay na macho, chismoso. Pag longest ba, tayo rin yung pinakamahaba? No, 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 no. Tell me more. Yeah, it's called Kumusta Bro, and it's based on the BL series out of um, it's out of, very popular out of um, uh, Thailand and Japan. So BL stands for boys love, and it's basically like the story is these guys meet online and they fall in love, right? And Aww. so so it's so there's a couple of series that are very popular right now, but uh, this this production company had hit me up. And they gave me this proposal where they're like, hey, we want to tell this, but we want to make it live and inter- interactive through through live stream. Uh, and then like I checked there. They're the same people that did like Ampalaya Chronicles and they have a bunch of movies on, on I Want and Netflix. And I was just like, yeah, bro, let's do it. Right. So I'm really excited to. Uh, that's actually coming out uh, this Monday starring uh, Sky Kizan, Christoph Garcia, RJ, Augustine, and then some new guy that's like a hottie Instagram model. But <laughs> but I don't that's know. That's awesome. I'd love to check that out. Yeah, but but speaking of that, it was like the whole theater thing. Like uh, I was talking to a couple of the couple of other theater people, um, and I was telling them like, guys, you know, like you guys could like I believe theater translates very well into live stream. Like you could totally tell a whole interactive story through through live streaming. So I was like. That, tell your friends. I, I want to get like if this whole thing works with this uh, live stream interactive series. Like I want to do it with with the theater heads. Like I want to see. I want to see people Absolutely. like. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. Actually, you know what? You know what's funny? I um. So I I got onto Kumu because a lot of because of you know the cancellation of so many events and and productions and shows. A lot of my theater friends actually came onto Kumu and they were like, Mika, you gotta get in on this. You're gonna be amazing here. Um. And they they kind of dragged me on here. And then I I. I after I did my first live stream, I realized this was this whole beautiful community. And yeah, so I think that's definitely possible. You have so many talented people here on Kumu, man. It's insane. It's overwhelming. Yeah, I'm, 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 you know what? It's like, okay, there's like, the, there's like, you know, we, we do the, we do like the one-on-one streams where, thank you so much, by the way. I'm so happy you, you, you love our platform. What's uh, <laughs> up, Quixta? How's it going? Or Quisteta. Quisteta. What's up, Quisteta? Thumbs up. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like one of the things that we've always done was um, like we've done like the interactive live streams. We've done like the interactive engaging live streams. But I don't think like uh, I haven't seen like I've seen people do it pre-recorded like through Zoom and stuff. But I've never seen like the 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 inter- interactive narrative live stream, you know, and I always wanted I to like. Yeah. So like I'm really I really want to push the boundaries for that for Kumu because that's, that's actually my department is the programming department. And I'm like, yeah, the game shows are fun and all that stuff, but I really want to push the boundaries of what we could do with live streaming. So you know, because yeah. Kumu just offers a whole new level of interactivity. You could even have this kind of like, maybe you could even encourage people like to vote which way they want. Like let's say it's a, it's a, it's a love series. Who should the guy choose or something? So they could even Did like, you, you know. Did you read the script of Kamusta Bro? How do you know this? Oh my god! Oh, really? That's yeah, amazing. The, yeah, the audience is going to play a part on how this. Yeah, so it's basically the whole thing is going to be told on Kumu. So it's going to be told as live streamers. They're going to be live streamers on Kumu. They, they mean they have. We have to come clean because every because they're like actually pretty known actors. So we're like, okay, guys, they're they're actors. They're going to be playing these parts. 
So don't be confused when you see it, but it's a love story. <laughs> but you can tell them, you know, but you... It was like, kasama sa kilig at, at kasama sa kwento. That was our, that's our tagline. Oh, that's great. You know what, dude? You, you can't see it, but I'm, I'm getting goosebumps here just because, you know, it's been really disheartening having, you know, cancellation after cancellation for all of um, all of these wonderful performers. And, you know, hearing this, that there are so many new creative ways coming out and including this, especially on Kumu, it, it you know, it, it gives us that little spark oh, to keep tell, on going yeah tell the production to tell the production houses to hit me up because i'm actually like i'm looking for more stories i'm looking like i think like i like i said theater translates naturally but if we could do interactive theater like i think it would work on live stream so yeah tell all the prod houses and all the and all the the companies out there like hey if they have a concept for live stream bring it to kumu let's let's let, let's let's knock let's let's try it out okay. definitely yes so now we'll get to my 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 passion Actually, it's not my passion. I hate I hate pro sports video games. <laughs> <laughs> I hate e gamers. Uh, anyway. what, what is that? I don't think that industry makes money anyway. <laughs> no, it makes a lot of money, but it's like the whack. Uh, I can't get into it. And I'm a, I'm a boomer gamer. I, I like I like I like you know what it is. I don't like those kids talking smack and you can't hit them because like you know like a boomer games like we're there we're we're sitting right next to each other. If you go too far, you get hit. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You get a pillow thrown in your face, or you know, water yeah. splash in your face, or something. But okay. But how did you fall into the 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 e games uh, e game commentary commentating uh, e games uh, announcer commentator or announcer both? Well, they they call it um, casting. They call it casting, and um, it it was another thing that like I feel like it happened by chance. Uh, my first foray into gaming happened when. Um, uh, I, I, I've, I've always like loved playing video games and everything. And a friend of mine who worked at the then starting up esports company said, hey, we're looking for streamers. We want to test this out. You want to stream for us? And I said, sure, why not? So I started streaming for them. And then <clears throat> after I started, I was, playing, um, I was playing a lot of Overwatch, some okay. RPG as well. I know it's... it's RIP the, the game is the game is really bad right now guys <laughs> but um I oh my mobile, god I play mobile gaming yo I play mobile gaming hey, did you hear about the latest Mario game it just came out <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh I love it nostalgia nostalgia hits <laughs> so after after I started streaming um there was this uh, like sort of like a casting call that went out for um TV5 they were starting up this thing called the Nationals and they were looking for hosts announcers um and shoutcasters as well so I auditioned because that same friend encouraged me to audition he was like hey go for it I was like okay I went in there I did the the, the screen test and everything with people who were so much more talented than I was and I was like I don't even know how to do any of this, but I got in for some reason. I got in and I became one of the first um, reporters, I guess, for the Nationals, which is like sort of like a franchise esports league. You're trying to be um, like kind of like it's kind of like the PBA, but yeah. for Dota, for Mobile Legends, for Tekken, and a whole host of other games that they have up their sleeve. That's so cool. Um, so what you call it? Like, how, are you guys still on TV or like? So I mean, right now there's no real sports, or not not real sports, but there's no like like you know the major sports are are canceled. How's the yeah, esports yeah. scene? Like, are you guys still? Is it still like broadcasting right now? Well, um, so the problem is um that with in I mean, in order to put up a big production like the Nationals, you still do need a crew. You still do need a some sort of production there. So um, right now we're on hiatus as we figure out how to you know operate in this hashtag new normal thing um we're scheduled to start again by august with starting off with tekken oh classic classic title are, are you also uh, a tekken player i i am not as good i am a professional button masher i'll say that <laughs> i'm a okay, professional so you're more of like a smash bros is your thing yeah, probably probably yeah I, I do play tekken though um and i did used to love pay, playing huarang a lot my cousin yeah. though is a professional player like he has been flown like around the world to compete and everybody knows you know him. i'm so i'm so mad at my mom because like she told me like you know like video games and like djing will never take me anywhere and uh i was like mom I, my, my whole career is from video games and djing <laughs> I know, I know. No, no, I, got, I, got, I got to cut her some slack because she did buy me all my first video games. So she did, she did get me started on it. But then she was just always like, 
go to school, go to college, finish college. I'm like, I don't think I ever used my degree once. The only thing I learned from college actually was how to finish a project on time and work with other people. That was actually oh. a very valuable lesson. Hey, that's valuable. That is really valuable. That is yeah. what will get you work. <laughs> yeah, but my whole my whole trajectory into Kumu, like, you want to hear this story? It's really funny. Yeah, it's a no, really no. fascinating one. Okay, so uh, I was a very popular DJ in college, um, and then my friend started a record label, and he was just like, "Hey, can you help me do bookings in your area?" So I was doing bookings for for him, um, like from across like Los Angeles to San Francisco. And then when I graduated college, he's like, hey, do you want to help me on uh, work my, with my record label full time? And I was just like, cool. Yeah. So I was DJing for the record label. I was running marketing for them. And then um, when this is the same time when MP3s and uh, stuff started becoming more popular. So record sales were going down. So um, so I had some I had a friend invite me to E3 and I walked into E3 Whoa. and I walked into 2K Sports and a bunch of other video game companies and I started licensing all the all the music from our record label to the video game companies. Um, dude, I wish my video games were here. I'm, I'm in a bunch of video game soundtracks. <laughs> but yeah, so like the NBA 2K6 series and all that stuff. And then, um, yeah, then NBA 2K had actually asked me to um, to be their music director for uh for for the NBA 2K series. This was in like 2007ish. No, yeah, 2007ish. Oh my god. Um, yeah, wow. super super funny. And then um I, uh, I had originally accepted and then I was going to do that till my friend launched this other company called iMeme, which was uh, a music uh which basically was a music streaming website which basically is what Spotify is now, like a bunch of our contracts. So I went and started so I went back into the music industry from the video game industry. And then I was doing music licensing, and then um, and then they moved me out to Singapore to like figure out Southeast Asian uh, how to monetize Southeast Asia. This was 2008, and then um, the whole market crashed, and I was just like, oh well, the U.S. looks messed up. So I just stayed in Philippines since 2008, and then uh, then I started building a bunch of nightclubs. Like I, I don't know if you're familiar with, with Black Market. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. I own Black Market yeah. also. And then I built this night called Bad Decisions, and it was very, very popular. And then when Roland was starting Kumu, he called me up and was like, "Dude, I know you have all the kids in, um, all the kids partying like their clubs in the, in Manila. Uh, I'm building this app. Can we get some of them to come to Kumu?" And I was just like, "Yeah, let's do Kumu." <laughs> so, so that's how I ended up here. But it was all DJing and video games. That is so cool. Now I feel a little embarrassed that I, you know, was talking about Star Wars this whole time. Dude, you have an amazing life. That is awesome. No, uh, well, there's, there's other stuff that's crazy too. Um, but I'll tell you about it later. Uh, I'll tell you some, ner dude, the nerdy stuff. I'm also uh, one of the pioneers in 3D printing. But, um, <laughs> but, uh, but it, no, but that, but that's not, not, not here or there. But the. But I'm passionate about the, the Star Wars stuff. Yeah, <laughs> like, most people How don't know my. We just met. I feel like we, I feel like we should have met before. No, we did meet before. We met at Summit. That's right. We did even, meet before. Even we Roland before. was like, yeah. Even Roland was like, I remember that girl. She was at Summit. She was like a writer, and then you were telling her about Kubu, and she seemed. Yeah, and it was like, oh yeah, I remember that girl. So yeah, so we had met before in Summit. But yeah, we, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but we're still in different worlds because I think uh, our world. We're actually at that time we weren't even in Summit yet. We were at the apartment building next to Summit. That was the the Kumu office. Oh, <laughs> so we so didn't. We, yeah, we didn't even have an office at Summit yet. We just had the 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 GGH towers next to Summit. Was uh, we had like one condo there that we ran Kumu out. Of. <laughs> so you guys, you guys weren't there yet. I remember I, I was in Summit because I was doing. I was a. Uh, producer for an ad that was there so it was just just um just a regular gig on the side and i remember i i yeah i remember meeting you guys and i was like these guys are cool they're so friendly and i'm like what's kumu <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean yeah so yeah i'm so glad i'm so glad you finally made it onto kumu and you finally got a chance to explore the platform i know so, here we oh, are today wait. hey you you want to know what happened today i'll show you something. i i uh i loaded this because i was i wanted to nerd out and i wanted to I wanted to show off a little bit. Look what happened today. This was like about like an hour ago or two hours ago. Ready? Angelo. Oh wait. Angelo Mendez, thou hi. Nice to have you on the show. Um, she was talking to Vicky and Angelo and all those people. So they're all watching right now. The whole Kumu team. We're like, yeah, yeah. We're all watching right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! So <laughs> yeah, she randomly just popped on, and all of us were like, "Well, not randomly." Um, my uh, a friend of ours is, is was right next to her, 
And she was just like, hey, watch this. And I was like, what? And then she's like, go, go on Kumu right now. And I was like, what? And then we we're all freaking out. Then I then I was like, Casey, Casey, she's on. And then like, yeah, it was like really, it was just really, really crazy. But um, yeah, that was just Oh like, my gosh, congratulations, <laughs> you guys. That's amazing. Yeah, super I, I, I love her Instagram, by the way. <laughs> yeah. So well, we didn't know because she was kind of hinting at it. So like a couple of days ago, she was just like, if you follow her IG story, she was like, Yeah, should I join Kumu or no? And then it was like and then it was like 87% said yes. I don't know who you 13% that said no are. What's wrong with you guys, dude? I know. Why? What's wrong? Haters, dude. Haters. So 87% said yes. And we got to sit them down. We got to talk to them. <laughs> I'm just, you can't talk to those people. They just have to come to Kumu and realize That's like, right. it's, it's a they, they, they got to see it from themselves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, yeah, I mean, geez, this was a fun, this was a fun talk. Was there, let me see what else, what else did I have lined up on my, I know. Does anybody have any questions, guys? Please feel free to type the comment box. This guy, Green Archery Boy, says, Heart is the queen in TikTok. I bet she I, is. I, lo <laughs> I love her. I love watching her. I mean, like, it's, it's kind of like a... Hey, I, you I, said I this a hollow hollow. Like, hey, <laughs> I did. I know. Hey, <laughs> I said myself that. Yeah. So let me see who else was, is... Um, let me see. What else is the... What else have... Yeah, I think that, that covered all the questions I had already. Is there anything else you wanted to, uh, to talk about? Um, was there anything you wanted to promote or anything you wanted to plug? Like, uh, your live so streams? Well, I am I am at Mika Fabs um, pretty much everywhere on on IG on Twitter and um, yeah I post a lot of geeky stuff a lot of geeky content and because I'm a huge nerd not just for Star Wars but I'm also like way into um, Lord of the Rings video games of course board gaming as well um like right okay. now you have like online D, &D sessions green <laughs> archery cool. wants to know if you're do your D, D sessions please do that live streaming i think that would work but um, that is right oh my god green archer are you are you green archer boy because you're a lasalle person <laughs> what's to know do you have you met elodia do you know elodia so you know what was um what was funny i had i hadn't met her yet even though like we have a lot of um we we run around the same circles and just barely met each other um, so last year I got flown to BlizzCon as part of like the Philippine contingent there. Where was this at? Um, this was in this was in um, Anaheim in California. Oh, okay. So we went over there to um, to BlizzCon, one of the biggest uh, gaming events in the world for Blizzard Entertainment. They have like you know they're they're the ones behind World of Warcraft, Starcraft, all the crafts. <laughs> I remember um, Warcraft. Yeah. I remember Warcraft. Yeah, I'm not, yeah. I'm that old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. No, no. Was it no EverQuest? Did they do? They Ever didn't do EverQuest. <laughs> Ever, I remember EverQuest. Yo, oh, Snike, uh, Snike Sniper says he wants a shout out. Oh, okay. hey, Snike Sniper. Hey. So, so yeah, we what at BlizzCon. I actually met Elodia there, and she was even like at that time. Um, she she was just excited that there were other Filipinos there, and she she was so excited to meet us, me and my team. And then she said, "Hey, what are you guys doing like tomorrow? Um, the next day, uh, the convention's done and everything. We're gonna head on over to the Blizzard office and hang out there, and you'll get to see everything behind the scenes. You want to come with us?" And I said, "Yes." So she was there. Ashley was there too, and Will um also and they actually took us to the blizzard headquarters and we just hung out with them for like the whole day they were super did you get any nice free swag did you get like shirts and hats and, and swag? we i i got like some we actually got to eat in the blizzard cafe which i feel like was was enough um we got some swag like you know some you know little pouch bags some lanyards and everything and uh, i got a bookmark in there that's dope. The coolest video game stuff I well, I got my PS4 for free. Shout out to Sony, thank you. Awesome, uh, awesome. From DJing, so they didn't get it for me for 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 being a video game guy. They gave it to me for being an influencer guy. <laughs> being a DJ of all things. Well, I mean, I'm two birds with one stone. I mean, they they wanted to they wanted to give it to a DJ, but actually, it turns out you're a gamer too. Hmm. No, they actually gave me these headphones, and they told me that I just have to take. Um, I think I think it was like four 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 photos a month like once a week with the headphones on for like three months and then they gave me the they gave me the ps2 and some or the ps4 and some cash that was pretty cool that is a sweet deal <laughs> yeah, yeah i was like yeah, yeah, yeah and this was like in 2015 so it was like so when the ps4 was still kind of like new right right yeah. right well i still so, think there's still some amazing games that you can play on the ps4 right now yeah i mean it, i mean it's ps4 is so dope it's almost as good as my nintendo gamecube <laughs> <laughs> Um, I love it. I love it. 
I love this retro gaming. I mean, I, I, I actually wanted to kind of like take some of the games that I have um, on Kumu. And since you introduced me to uh, how to stream like this, this might open like a whole new door for me. Because like, I mean, I admit I do play a lot of Mobile Legends. I do play a lot of PC games as well. Um, I don't have a console yet. So I actually just use like an emulator and everything to play all like the PS games. Oh, well, let's see. Yeah, I'm a straight console gamer. Like, I, I hate competitive gaming. I just, I, I, I'm a sore loser. Can get toxic. Right? Can get uh, toxic. Well, I'm just, and I'm also a sore loser. I, I'm toxic. So I don't like, I don't like losing to like, you, you know what game I, uh, do, you know, do you ever play, what's that game where you're the cars and there's like three of you and you're playing soccer? It's really oh my fun. God. Oh my it's God. Like, it's like three on three and you guys are cars. Is it Rocket? Then, Rocket? Yeah, Rocket League. Rocket League, yeah, Rocket League. That game is fun. I could do that game. That, yeah, that yeah, cool. it is fun. Yeah. That's it kind of depends on who you're gaming with, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that one's kind of cool. That one that one, and Super Smash Bros. Ultimate are like kind of like the only games I could play online. Right, yeah. right, right. That's cool. I mean, like, casual gaming, I feel like it's also underappreciated because you, I, I enjoy playing, like, my RPGs, too. I love story-driven games. Um, it just like, so happens that... RPG? Right now, well, I'm right now I'm playing Monster Hunter, but I would say one of my favorite of all time had to be come on, Elder Scrolls. Elder Scrolls, Skyrim. <laughs> Sky, Skyrim is your favorite? I like Skyrim. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually, I, I tend to like the, the, the what's that? Be, be, Bethesda? Bethesda? Bethesda. Yeah, yeah. I like, I like the Bethesda <laughs> games. So, they, I, yeah, I actually beat the, I like games like, like, like that I have a chance to beat. Cause it's like like Witcher. I'm like, geez, dude, this is like having another oh, yeah. life. Red Dead Redemption <laughs> Two. I'm like, yo, dude, why do I have to feed my horse? And I, know. <laughs> I was like, I don't yeah. like these games. I like, I like, I like, I like um, Luigi's Mansion Three. <laughs> <laughs> a classic, a classic. I remember. Oh yeah. gosh, you know what? I, I I remember Battle City. That was one of my favorites. Battle. Which was Battle City? The Battle City. It was. It was on the Game Boy, and I just remember you were like this tank, and you were going through different levels. Oh my gosh, guys! Like FIFA gaming. <laughs> should, should should we get all nerdy? Like, do we have? Um... Oh yeah, Final Fantasy. Okay. Anyway, dude, yeah, this this could go on forever. Let's let's do let's do a Tita let's do a Tita Boomer episode next. But, yes, uh, yeah, cool. So um, I'm supposed to say this thing on the bottom, but it's so long that I always forget it. Oh yeah. This podcast has been brought to you by the Podcast Network Asia, and we are powered by Podmetrics. You hear that? If you're not powered by Podmetrics, your podcast sucks. I don't know if I'm supposed to say that. Yay, Podmetrics! <laughs> Woo! Podmetrics. All right, uh, Mika, Jedi, Jedi Mika. Do you have a Jedi name, or do you just go by Jedi Mika Fabs? My my gamer name is actually um, it's Nila Varial, so people call me Nila <laughs> for short. Um, so it's like N I L A, so they kind of just call me Nila. It's funny how um, people started calling me Nila, and I would like automatically turn like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but is it your so you you go by the Je- Jedi Nila or Nila like Nila one? Yeah, Pe- people can um, or like. Hmm. They usually just call me Nila, like Jedi Master Nila. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Cool. That's dope. Okay. Well, I'll be sure to check out your uh, your streams coming up on Kumu. How uh, what, how often do you stream and what uh, what days and times? I usually stream every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Um, on Wednesdays at 4 p.m., I have a ballet stream. I actually stream my online ballet classes and how I usually do my workouts and everything. Um, on Fridays at 7 p.m., I have my usual sort of geeky trivia nights. Um, so those have been so fun, by the way. Last ooh, yesterday, ooh. I had a Disney trivia night, and we I got some friends and we dressed up as Disney princesses. I got to show you some some cool stuff. I, I did a trivia night once, and it was really fun. I'll show it to you like later because I, I, sure, I sure. we got to get off soon. But yo, guys, Usapa Retro, give a shout out and a thank you to Mika Fabs. Ooh. For joining us, talking about uh, Jedi's, Jedi stuff with the lightsaber right there, ballerina stuffs, gamer stuffs, and Cinemalaya director stuffs, right? <laughs> yeah. Super tight. Cool. Anyways, guys, thank you for um, watching and listening. This has been Usapa and Retro, um, the nerdiest. Uh, I don't know if the nerdiest, but it's definitely the boom, the boomerist, nerdiest podcast from the Philippines. Thank you guys for joining us. Maraming salamat, Mika. See you guys later. Thank you.